0: You have to get comfortable as an entrepreneur that you own your company, but you don't own your brand.
1: I'm your host, Dave Knox, and this is Predicting the Turn, a show that helps business leaders meet their industry's inevitable disruption head on. Welcome to another episode of Predicting the Turn. Today, we sit down with Dan and Ryan, who are the co-founders of Ghost. Guys, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having us. On. My My pleasure. So I want to dive right in and kind of talk about what Ghost is and, you know, particularly talk about how you're different than some of the other sports nutrition and lifestyle products that are out there on the market. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, look, when we first launched Ghost back in 2016, I think we really set out to create what we call the first you know lifestyle sports nutrition brand. And, you know, really what, what that means to us is instead of being a brand that speaks to a very specific customer, you know, the the industry at that point in time was very, you know, bodybuilding focused veins on veins, you know, misogynistic, you know, marketing. We wanted to kind of go and, and build a brand that was accessible, that, you know, was authentic, that really kind of just told, told the truth and, and it was a platform in place for for everybody, no matter of your kind of fitness or physique, you know, goals, level, whatever. The science is really the same. The products, you know, are, are although there's nuances and small differences uh, between them, are, are kind of comparable in a lot of ways. So we wanted to build a brand and and a, and, a, and a product that I think was you know accessible and
2: appropriate for for everyone. We All also at, at the simplest level. You know, Dan and I come from you know, a background of a very different background, background, but we worked for two very large brands in the space. And truthfully, you know, we kind of just wanted to have some fun. And the funny thing about you know, entrepreneurship and, and success in a lot of ways is you don't start something like this or, or go on this journey as an entrepreneur for success. You do it out of pure passion for what you're doing. And truthfully, the two of us being good friends prior to this, we wanted to have some fun to do it together and you know fast forward five six years i think at least for me one of the most challenging things is actually talking about the success of the brand because that was never a conversation early on so the coolest part about ghost is everything that dan just alluded to was was kind of the the vision and the the goal for you know this next chapter of our life and to see it come to life and and see how many people it's impacted and And what we've done at a global scale is incredibly cool. Um, And the best part about that is we're still having that same fun that we started back in 2016. Yeah. at, At the end of the day, we wanted to kind
0: of take that experience of taking supplements or going to the gym or, you know, playing a sport, whatever it was with your buddies and kind of just do that at scale. Right. And, and that was a very big departure from this fake perfection of sports nutrition. When we first launched where everybody, You know, had perfect abs and ate chicken breast all day and didn't live. And we are like, well, that's not true. You know, um, that's not what any of these people are actually doing, frankly, when the cameras are off. So why don't we just create a brand uh, and a lifestyle brand means that, you know, it kind of changed and follows your life. That's really that simple. And it's like I said, the result of that is really what I think what you see in the market
1: today. So talk a bit more. You talked to, you know, you guys were friends before you started this, you were both working for brands in the space. How'd you meet in the beginning, and what did that kind of the diverse backgrounds that you both have really bring to the table? I think um, you know I'll let Dan
2: speak to speak to his experience, but uh, it's a pretty stark difference I think in how we both got to the places in our careers when we actually met. We held you know awesome positions at, at two very large companies, but Dan being on the executive side and uh, myself actually being one of those guys that was eating chicken breasts and uh, depicting this idea of perfection. Um, and we, we honestly, we met through the space through a mutual friend of ours, actually in a gym, and started traveling around quite a bit together because both brands were uh, exhibiting at a lot of trade shows and stuff globally. So Dan moved to New York to start his marketing team and office in New York, and I was working a block away. So we became pretty close friends. And, you know, we always kind of tossed around the idea of doing something together. We saw an opportunity to do something authentic. And truthfully, you know, we always had fun. Personally, we talked about translating that to a real business and 2016 or sorry, 2014, Dan gave me a call and, and told me, let's go. Um, he wants to make the jump. So I dropped everything as well. And we started kind of putting the plans together to, to launch what is now ghost.
0: And if I back up my personal story, just like one chapter before that, I was actually a professional pilot so I was an instructor. I was flying small, like kind of turbo props, and you know, primarily in Northeast, also South Florida. I became a big fan and user of the space and the products. Ultimately, I, I joined. Uh, you know, when when the kind of you know world hit a recession back in oh seven oh eight, right? Like you know, private flying was was not a very easy place to be. I started working for a sports nutrition, you know, company again. Like you know, following a passion, and I always intended to go back to the cockpit. This was never going to be a permanent thing you know, one thing led to another, that company kind of, you know, uh, blew up and, you know, got a lot of experience in the space. And next thing you know, like, you know, four or five years go by and I'm uh, you know, a top guy at that company. And, you know, Ryan and I became friends and, you know, kind of, as he said, we were just like two buddies that always like, you know, kind of shot the shit about, Hey, like, you know, we should pursue this business idea or this business idea. And there were tons, you know, ghost was just the first one that we actually went all in on. And that's why it stuck, and you know that's that's what you see today. But I think the important part of that story is like at the behind all of this, you know, we're fans and users of the products, and we really just
1: set out to kind of create the brand that we wish existed. You know, at the time that that we launched it. That's awesome. So you know, talk about that and wish the brand you wish existed. You mentioned you know you wanted to go against this image that everybody's eating the chicken breasts and have the six packs and everything. And you've done that with a really cool approach to licensing. So what led you down that path? And you know, how would you end up working with brands like Chips Ahoy and others that are uh, not exactly ones you think of as nutrition? Yeah. I mean, look, it's been the m-
0: most fun and humbling experience to work with brands like Chips Ahoy, Oreo, Swedish Fish, you know, Warheads, you know, brands that we grew up with, frankly. Um, that if I can go back and tell my 12 year old self that, you know, one day I'd be buying a hundred thousand pounds a year of chips, ahoy cookies. Like I would have thought I'd be pretty cool. You know, it was pretty cool. Right? But look, Ryan and I are big sneaker guys. It's embarrassing probably how many pairs of sneakers we own. But if you think about just like sneakers in general, right, there's a huge, you know, um, passionate community behind them. And that's something that, you know, we've really wanted to bring to the world of sports nutrition and kind of existed there too. And, you know, sneakers in general have been a hugely collaborative, you know, industry and space. So, you know, instead of, you know, taking, taking that kind of inspiration and you go into a GNC back in, you know, 2014, 2015, you have chocolate, you have vanilla. If people were getting a little crazy as a strawberry or fruit punch or whatever it was, but, you know, the number one question people would ask is like, well, what does it taste like? Does it taste good? So why not like... Don't take my word that it tastes good for you know. Don't take the associates you know word for it. Why don't we work? Why don't we call up Sour Patch Kids and say, hey, like you know, let's let's work together. We can you know bring you know your brand into this new kind of functional space into new new retail you know channels that you've never been before. And you know, from the sports nutrition side, it's a familiarity, it's an approachability, right, to to everything that we're doing. That again, like instantly broadens you know, I think who's interested in, in your product and, and, you know, who's a big driver of trial. Right. And it's been, it's, it's amazing. I don't know if when we started, started this, if we ever thought it would catch on, you know, like it has, you look around the industry now and there's a lot of folks, you know, kind of following suit, but at the end of the day, I think we're very proud that, you know, we work with, you know, the
2: the best and, and biggest flavor brands in the world. I think too, like, It just makes sense, right? And I think we spoke to back in 2014, 2015, 2016, when we launched this brand, like the 1% of people that actually wanted to pursue competing or the idea of perfection as it pertains to their physique were not the people actively consuming these products, right? It was the 99% of people that, you know, go to the gym to feel good. They got a wedding coming up, they got a vacation, or maybe they just want to go out on the weekends and like feel good about, you know, how they look. Or how their, you know, their physique is portrayed. So I think like the biggest component for us was like, why don't we start focusing our products, our flavors, all the things we're doing on a brand side of things, our social media to the 99% of people that are actually actively taking these products. And you know, the licensing just made sense because a lot of sports nutrition brands, it's chocolate, it's vanilla, it's chocolate chip cookie. Well, why don't we just call chips Ahoy? You know, it's sour candy. Well, why don't we just call you know our favorite sour candy from when we were growing up? And we got a lot of no's, probably three and a half years of no's. And finally, we, we got our shot and you know we slowly built that brick by brick to what it is today. Uh, and as Dan said, it's, it's caught on like wildfire. So it's pretty cool. I think our, our vision was always to formulate
0: um, and innovate for the 1%, but build the brand, the marketing, the message, the flavors for the 99%. And I think that balancing act is really the secret to any success
1: that we've had so far. Talent is a big part of predicting the turn. And as we talk about talent, I wanted to mention one of our sponsors, Hunt Club. Imagine the power of the best marketers in the world helping you to find your next marketing leader. That's the power of Hunt Club. Hunt Club is a new category of talent company that powers the network of experts, connectors, and business leaders to help you find the best talent. Let's face it, recruiting hasn't changed with the times. Hunt Club is changing the recruiting game by leveraging technology and crowdsource referrals to find you the best people possible for your company. Stop paying job boards that don't work or recruiting firms that recycle the same active candidates. Partner with Hunt Club. So you said you got a lot of no's over the years since you were doing that. What was the brand that gave you the yes first and why do you think they gave you the shot?
0: So uh, it was Warheads. The very first licensed product in sports nutrition was, you know, Warhead Sour Watermelon Ghost, you know, pre-workout called Legend, December 1st, 2016. I think all the brands that we spoke to understood what we were trying to do. I think they 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 understood Ryan and me. They understood the vision. They, they appreciated the approach and, and the conversation. But the thing that we had to overcome, honestly, was kind of the taboos of the industry at large. Because if you Googled pre-workout at that point or Googled sports nutrition, whatever, you know, you didn't see or hear this attitude in this conversation we're having now, right? It was that 1%. It was that bodybuilder, that veins-on-veins veins marketing that didn't apply to any of these, you know, brands, you know, I think interests or, or, or core demos in their opinion. So we had to overcome that and say, yeah, I know that's what you see on the market right now, but we are taking it in this whole other direction. Because as Ryan said... The people actually using the products are not what you saw in the ads and are not what you saw on on social media at that time. It was, you know, protein was popping up everywhere.
2: So that's kind of what we wanted to double down on. The coolest part too, like I think about two, two and a half years after our initial phone call or email, and Dan's got a funny story about that to to Mondelez, we were actually given an opportunity to go out and and have a face-to-face meeting. Took years to get there and and we finally had the opportunity. So we fly out. We bring flavor samples with us, you know, a whole nine yards. We very much look exactly like we do today. T-shirts, snapbacks, and Jordans. And we- we're entrepreneurs. So he looked, you know, 20 years younger,
0: but you know, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we, we get off the plane. We swing by dicks because we need a cooler, buy a cooler. We walk into Mondelēz with a, a basically a glorified lunchbox of samples and, uh, you know, like two kids and T-shirts. And we sit down, we present a team of about 10 to 12 people the brand, the idea, the concept, and a bunch of cool flavors that we prepared. And, and like Dan said, they, in a lot of ways, they got it, thought it tasted good. They thought it was cool. And it was kind of like, thanks guys, we'll be in touch. And it wasn't another year until we actually got the green light to launch the product. And now, you know, that book of business is massive for for us and them. Um, and we're one of their biggest licensed partners uh, in their entire portfolio. And it's cool to just kind of look back at that story and, and truly the authenticity of I think what we were bringing to the table there. And I mean, look, shout out to
1: Mondelez. like, it took a long time, but they gave us a shot and we ran to it. So if I look at the, uh, the mantra of ghost, it's be seen, you know, and that can relate to a lot of people out there. How did you use that as kind of this catalyst to go beyond that 1% and really bring in all these different industries to what you guys are doing? Well, the name Ghost, first and foremost, really comes from, you know, Ryan and I
0: being behind the scenes of some, you know, pretty big players in the space. And, you know, when you're part of a big organization, it's not always your vision or, or way of doing things that gets on the shelf. That's just a reality. So we kind of thought that that would resonate really with, with you know, just everybody where everyone wants to be seen and be heard and, and make an impact. And that's kind of really where, where that came from. I think if you look at you know, what we've tried to put out and publish from a content perspective, from a product perspective. Although we do partner with some really big names, if you look at our social media, it's not what you see. You see a lot of fans, you see a lot of, you know, the micro influence. It's again, we wanted to build a brand for everybody. And that's really where the be scene kind of comes into it is this is a, this is a the people's brand in the coolest, you know, the coolest of ways. And, and it's been fun to build that brand, you know, for everyone. I think we were using the word like inclusivity and, and before that even became the buzzword that it is today, because we just, everybody and I, you know, was taking these products. Why not build a brand that speaks and celebrates that?
2: Yeah. And it's, I mean, as Dan said, it's not necessarily even the literal meaning of be seen, right? It's be heard. It's making an impact. I think everybody wants to feel like they're a part of something and, the idea behind ghost was was to give people a brand that they could feel that sense of you know i'm a part of this brand I'm, I'm i have a role or a a small piece in you know product formulation or you know my my feedback is listened to some of our products actually have been ideated in the comments of our social media which i think is something that we're super proud of like you know a lot of the different categories and stuff that we're in today Dan and i never even talked about that when we were talking about launching this brand and it's the community that kind of presented those ideas to us and we took them back and and ran with them and some of those products are now the products i use every day so it's a, it's a cool story and i think the you know the message behind that is is a real one
1: yeah so you know relate to that you both came from big brands and you know big brands talk a lot about community but ultimately it's command and control and they don't want to give up that control how did you rewire yourselves with ghosts to give that you know freedom and control up to your community in such a big way. You have to get comfortable as an entrepreneur
0: that you own your company, but you don't own your brand. And one of the coolest things for us is every time we see a fan, a customer, a team member internally, you know, they say our brand, you know, they, they, they talk about ghost as though they are as though, as though they own it. Um, And that's special. And, you know, there's probably some insecure entrepreneurs out there that would hate that. But for us, like that's the most special and, and best part, most rewarding
2: part of the whole story. Yeah, I mean, the use of the word our, our whether it's internal or external, uh, whether it's a, a fan that's commenting on our social media or somebody that's designing our, our labels internally. Uh, it's probably the biggest compliment you can receive as an entrepreneur and a brand owner.
1: With that, how do you translate that to your social media? You know, the weekly YouTube vlog and everything else you've done. We shared it,
2: which is the simplest form of what social media was meant to be. It's transparency. It's authenticity. It's simply sharing what you're doing. That's That was literally our marketing approach has been the lack of marketing. You can edit the heck out
0: of a photo, but week in, week out, you know, with 80 years of watch time on YouTube and You go back to like episode one or two, it's me and Ryan and, you know, a couple of the first team members in a glass box that we work to everything that it is today. You can't fake that. And I think that that was the most important part. It's a huge personal mantra. It's become a ghost, you know, tagline. Authenticity is undefeated. And, you know, there's a lot of ways that rings true through the DNA of of ghosts and and our own personal DNAs. Um, But that was really the point of showing the behind the scenes. And I think that that's, you know, kind of, evolved into a broader theme in in CPG in general is people want to know the why of brands and companies today. They want to know who's behind their products, who they're supporting. And I think that everything we've, we've tried to do is again, just to create the most accessible brand in in our category ever, but just let let people in, let people participate. It's only been good, you know, uh, honestly, uh, personally and professionally. Um, It's again, it's, 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 what's made this so fun.
1: So Ryan had mentioned that you know some of the, his favorite products today—they're not ones that you even thought you guys would be in—you know stuff the community came from. So with that in mind, how do you guys think about the next five years for Ghost and where you're headed and how you keep that mindset going? Yeah, I mean for me, the
0: goal for Ghost is really to create, if you will, that the Nike of of sports nutrition or active nutrition. There has been a lot of you know one hit you know, one product, you know, companies out there and that's not taking anything away from them because in many cases, their one product is bigger than our entire company at this point. But I think what makes our vision unique and so differentiated is, is we want to cover, you know, really um, all the bases cover the waterfront with, with product categories that are all, you know, common, you know, the common denominator is the brand ghost. They're all tethered to the brand brand of ghosts. So, you know, that's, that's powdered sports nutrition. And even within that it's pre-workout, it's protein, it's, it's, you know, lifestyle health and wellness products like, you know, greens, um, and, 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 uh, like fish oil, right. It's, it's beverages. Obviously you've seen ghosts, you know, ghost energy out there. We've got ghost protein ready to drink as well. You know, we've got, you know, some, some, you know, great swag, if I can say so, and and we've got some functional foods coming, but that hasn't really been done before. You know, you've only seen like you know, okay, they're an energy drink brand, they're a protein drink brand, they're a protein powder brand, but we're trying to do all of those things in an in efficacious, innovative, and authentic way, and really that that's where I think we want to go. You know, long term, and and that's the vision for the next five years
2: for me. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look. Back 5-6 years ago, Dan and I sat down and had a conversation about the first 5 years. And of course, you've got like product plans and stuff like that. But in a lot of ways, we didn't really have an overarching plan. Uh, I think the plan was, we wanted to challenge how big we could grow a brand like this while staying true to the initial vision and having fun. And for me, the next 5 years is a lot of the same. I think we want to continue to challenge how big... Um, And how much of an impact we can make as a brand and as a company in as many different categories as possible, while still staying true to everything that made Ghost Ghost in 2016. And I think we're both super proud to say that today we can confidently say that. And I hope, you know, five years from now, I'm able to say the same thing. It's incredibly important to us to never forget why we made
0: the leap in the first place. And it's also incredibly important to us, I think, to never forget kind of where Ghost came from. You know, when we first launched this brand, we had two products as a pre-workout and, you know, amino acids. We didn't even have protein powder. You know why? Because we couldn't freaking afford it. That simple, you know, and it and look in a day and age where, you know, the conversations were dominated among entrepreneurs with, you know, cap raises and series A and series F and whatever, like for us, it was never about that. It was always about this brick by brick mindset of building a brand and building a community and building products that, you know, everyone starting with ourselves, you know, no one, no one love and just seeing how far we can take that without sacrificing on
1: any of those things. Well, I think that's the perfect place to kind of wrap up the conversation. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time to sit down and tell a little bit more about the story
0: yeah, look, appreciate the conversation. You know, thanks. Thanks for the time today. Um, you know, and, uh, look forward to look forward to doing this again, as we continue the, the journey.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, hit that rating and make sure to subscribe. So you don't miss a single episode and for more resources, head over to PredictingTheTurn.com.